What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? Man, I am. it is a wonderful Monday so far. Although I'm a, I'm a little tired because uh, our church began VBS last night, and I'm sure you're a little tired because you completed VBS last week, right? Yeah, we did, so. and uh, and it was great. By the way, yeah. uh, you didn't ask how ours went, and we're going to talk about how yeah, we're going to talk about VBS and and how ours went. But uh, we set all kinds of records. One for how many we had. Uh, we were well over a hundred, and I think our previous high. Uh, was in the low 90s. And so that is great. And then we also set a record for how much we raised. And uh, that is going to a friend of the pod, Dusty Marshall's church, a church replant down in Alamogordo uh, for their church ministry for a pantry. Basically, they serve in an underserved area. And so we've been raising uh, or not raising, we've been gathering supplies for them for a few uh, months now. And uh, so the youth actually voted for us to raise funds to be able to go and buy stuff for them or let them buy what they need to buy, that kind of deal. And uh, so I'm super pumped about that. But then a really cool thing, we'll talk about this as well, is for four years now, we have prayed and prayed and prayed for fruit, obviously. And, you know, you're sharing the gospel. There's always like like that decision day of VBS, like when you you know, usually the ABC song is happening and you really make that gospel appeal. And uh, over the last four years, we had one uh, except Jesus. And this week, and before I say that, you know, our, our director was great. She always had a good perspective about it, but you could tell that there was just this weight to it of we continue to do this, we continue to pray, but we're just not seeing a whole lot uh, of those decisions. And, uh, and some of these kids are coming multiple times. And so, you know, we continue to pray, continue to do all the things that we know to do. And this week we had eight except Jesus Christ. And wow, already fantastic. We had several more that indicated that they were. Uh, but then once we talked to them, it was like, no, I just really wanted to get out of craft time. And uh, they, they wanted a break from that. And so, so anyway, we sent them back. And uh, but eight that are ready to be baptized and all of that good stuff. And so she was on cloud nine, dude. And, but it is a great example of, because of those eight, I think all but three had been to every VBS that Charlie, our uh, kids director had been putting on. And uh, so they've come week or, or year after year after year and have heard the gospel year after year after year. And then finally have made that decision. And it's just a reminder, not just for VBS, but for all of us, that as we go, we sow seeds. And we may see the fruit of our efforts, uh, or we may not. Uh, But we continue to sow seeds and trust God with the uh, results. And uh, maybe we get to see it, maybe we don't. Maybe someday, you know, somebody that I've shared with one day finds himself in Lubbock at a coffee shop. And this balded guy 
balding guy starts talking to him about Jesus and he accepts Christ, but several others had shared before. And so that was just a good reminder. But yes, I am exhausted. VBS hangover is real. <laughs> that's that that is quite a Monday. Yeah. That that's that's like a Monday of Mondays after after VBS, man. Yeah. yeah. I also wow. fell off the wagon of cutting back on coffee. Like because I've got a lot of travel coming up, I've been trying to what? cut back to like what? two or three, two or three cups. And uh, because oh. you just, you know, when you're traveling, it's like, you know, the Starbucks line is super long and you're trying to get to your plane. So I can't go there. And so there's just no, just known amount of coffee that I'm going to be able to have. I know what I want to have, what I like to have, what I prefer to have, but you just never know. So I've tried to cut back, yeah. but I fell off the wagon. It was like constant cups of coffee with them. So did I share? So I have a fun travel coffee story. I don't know if I shared this when, when our family went to uh, Disney world in April, we had an early flight. We had a flight at like 6 a.m. So we get up, we didn't get any coffee at the hotel because we, we knew we couldn't take it with us. We get to the airport and the line at the counter, we, we show up about 15 minutes before the Southwest ticket counter opens. We got to check bags. And so like we're waiting in there and the ticket counter has a sign that says we open at 5 a.m. We have a six o'clock flight and we are. If so, um, for our listeners who are not familiar with the El Paso airport, you have like the ticket counter and then like this long hallway and we're at the end of the hallway. Yeah. And now kudos to Southwest. So like when they opened up their, their ticket agents, like they had a dozen of them that came out and we were through there probably in 20 minutes in the security line, through the security line in a hurry. And Michelle is in line to get Starbucks, uh, when they, when they call our like boarding group. And so I'm like, you know, come back over here. So we didn't get coffee for that. We, we land in Dallas and, and I stand in like the star uh, Starbucks kiosk at Love Field and I'm in line when they call our boarding group. <laughs> so and, and, and because of the pandemic, they're not serving coffee on planes is like water and uh, like sodas. And and so that was it. So um, then we get to Orlando finally and I'm in line. And this, I wait in line like 10 minutes and it's not moving. We got to go pick up our luggage. So it took us four attempts before we finally got Starbucks. And that's with a six o'clock flight in the morning. It was a, it was a long day, but uh, I yeah, I, I get that's it. That's called addiction. No, it's called, um, <laughs> it, it's called I'm traveling with my children and I yeah. want to be kind to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so back to vacation Bible school, you yeah. at, you, you're now in a different role, you know, obviously yes. as pastor, we've talked about this before, you know, you were a pastor at first Alamogordo. And so we talked about how pastors need to be involved, uh, not, not just because it's their job, but because there's great relationships that can be forged. Uh, and, and what kind of my approach here is I usually don't get involved with a particular assignment. Because I want to be able to pop through each of the classes, be around all of that. I also want to be available when parents and grandparents are dropping off their kids so that I can have a conversation and not be worried about trying to get back to my class or all of this kind of stuff. And so it's it's worked great for us. And, and yeah, I think you did something similar when you were at Alamogordo, but yeah. now you are a volunteer. I am. And uh, so you're getting to serve in, in a few different capacities at your church already they're in Lubbock. And, uh, and of course, VBS rolls up and they'll take anybody with a pulse. And so <laughs> yes. Here you are. So, so first tell us what you are doing. Obviously it's only one day in, but what are you doing 
at uh, your church's VBS? Yeah, so we came in, uh, we, we moved at the end of May and uh, didn't join uh, the church until the end of June. And so at, at that point, as you can imagine, like they had a lot of the roles filled for, for stuff. And so Michelle and I just kind of went to the director and we said, what, what do you need? We'll work wherever. And had we asked an hour earlier, we were told we would have been leading a toddler group. Um, and instead, uh, Michelle is working with the kindergarten class. I'm working with the first grade class. Um, and what's funny is the difference. So, so Michelle has, um, as she described, one, one young lady that is just absolutely precious, but uh, a terror. Uh, our first graders are wonderful. Um, and and it, was a, it was a joy last night. And uh, yeah, so I just get to show up and be a volunteer and and help and no responsibilities whatsoever other than, um, you know, just kind of being the, the male presence in the in the first grade class. Yeah. So uh, that's that's very different from any VBS I've ever done in my life from the time I was like 18 right yeah. on. So you're talking 20 years and uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun just to show up and, and, and help. And then, you know, once kind of the kids are, are gone, like we don't have to stick around and like do admin stuff you just all right we'll see you all tomorrow night <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh there there is a reason why my shortest stint of ministry was as a children's minister <laughs> i'm just saying bbs is always a constant reminder and, of that. and, and i'll oh. give a i'll give a shout out because the the youth the the children's minister at highland baptist church here in lubbock uh her name is christy brooks she she's not the vbs director there's another vbs director but obviously as the kids minister she's got a lot on her plate this week um but she also oversees a parents day out that meets uh twice a week all year long so even through the summer they're, they're still going and uh, she does a phenomenal job with that. Uh, and again, it's been fun just kind of as a church member to go, man, that's awesome. Um, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> the other neat thing, though, in your transition is now, Dr. Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman, you are able to use legit VBS curriculum. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, so uh, now again, we had no, no part in selecting the VBS curriculum or anything like that. Right. We just showed up and, and uh, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle joked that she wanted to wait until after this week to join the church uh, so that we would not have to work in VBS. <laughs> we, 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 we ended up joining and, and helping, but yes, they are using Lifeways VBS. So uh, I followed last week, uh, Alma Gordo had theirs the same week as yours. And so I was watching like their group stuff as well with, um, I believe they did last year's group material with a uh, Rocky railroad and had like a train that they built and it, it looked really cool, but I'll say this. This year's uh, Destination Dig Lifeway VBS has won me over because they have not just my maybe my favorite VBS song of all time, but a song that I think is becoming my theme song for life. Can, can you guess what that is, Matt? I know what it is, unfortunately. You know what it is. And, That's right. Uh, There's nothing is. wrong with a Christmas song in summer. Yes. And uh, as soon as I walked into music last night and heard that, I went, I, the Lord has spoken to me and, yeah. and I now have a favorite, uh, a life song. Yeah. Uh, I did the exact opposite. I walked in and heard them practicing that song and I went back to my office. <laughs> I, like, <"No." laughs> uh, I, I am known as the Grinch on the podcast because I believe in yes, there's nothing wrong with the Christmas song in summer. I do believe that. I just love like just it's it's kind of like you know a steak dinner 
if you had a steak dinner every night of the week, it would it would be great, right? I mean, it's delicious. I love a good steak. Uh, medium rare, it's always delicious. Of course, if I go to Texas Roadhouse, as you know, I get chicken critters. But I still, I love a good steak. But if I had one every night of the week, I would eventually get tired of it. And with Christmas music, I just like a special time of year known as December in Advent when we can sing those songs and and I don't get tired of them as I do at the end of Christmas when I'm ready to take my nine millimeter off my hip and shoot the radio in my car. So now, now Matt, let me ask you this. Does, does that apply to your waffles as well? No, because <laughs> I am I've been tired of my waffles for 3000 days, man. So, so this like, is so much fun because uh, so Michelle and I are also volunteering in the youth ministry and uh when when they kind of make the transition this fall and and do their promotion and all that uh, michelle and i are gonna be teaching ninth and tenth grade sunday school class um but last wednesday night our kids were not here they were actually gone they were at their grandparents house um but the youth ministry did a christmas in july celebration and so michelle and i were those youth volunteers who showed up even though our kids weren't there and i had my star wars christmas shirt on and i had our wonderful um trucker Christmas hat. You and I have matching matching yeah. Christmas trucker hats, and uh, we listen to Christmas music. And our uh, the, the Tyler, the youth minister, had gone to uh, Bahama Bucks and got um, had them make snowballs, and we had like snowball fights with. It was it was fantastic. So between that and between the the Christmas song at VBS, I've had my Christmas fix that will now uh, get me into um into at least november i may have to watch elf once this uh, christmas in july and then then i'll i'll be good then you'll be good we're good to go yeah okay. <laughs> well nor normally some of these will will give like a listicle of some kind we haven't planned this and so we'll see what the number ends up being uh and so i want you to think while i share a little something i want you to think of a few reasons we'll come up with how many reasons why vbs still works why vbs still works and another thing that works is texas baptist college this summer southwestern seminary announced a new name and a vision for their undergraduate college scarborough college is now texas baptist college and it exists to glorify god by providing trustworthy christian higher education for more faithful kingdom service wherever god calls you you can get the christ-centered scripture-driven, and student-focused education you need at Texas Baptist College. And so visit texasbaptist.com for more information. So Kyle, give me some reasons. We'll just take turns. So hopefully what you say first is not what I'm already thinking. So give us reasons why VBS still works. Well, at the, at the risk of stating the obvious right off the bat, the, the biggest reason is because parents still send their kids to VBS. Um, at, last night, I was sitting with the with the pastor uh, at at Highland as things were wrapping up, and and with us being new, I didn't know like which families were were Highland members and which ones were visitors. And but but he said that just kind of based on his count, he fi he figured that seventy percent of those that were in attendance, the kids that were in attendance, were not connected to Highland. Uh, some, some through their parents day out, but, but not like members of, of the church. Um, and so here it, they, they still send parents, still send kids that they, they still want 
that activity. And, you know, whether that's as a, hey, this is a two and a half hours of free babysitting for, for Sunday through Thursday nights, or, you know, we want our kids to, to have some sort of the, maybe the same experience that, that the parents had as, as kids going to VBS, um, regardless of, of the reason, parents still send kids. And, and as long as that's happening, um, there's a reason to still do VBS, right? Anytime you can get um, new families in the door and, and have an opportunity to interact with, with the parents and then certainly with the kids throughout the week, that's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. My, uh, my number two is going to be, there is something about a focused time of just gospel saturation. You know, it's the reason that youth camp, student camp, kids camps works, because, you know, we teach our kids and teach our youth on Sundays, just as we do as pastors uh, throughout the whole church on Sundays, where we preach the gospel, we have Sunday school, maybe there's a midweek event for them, that kind of deal. And then they go to school on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that kind of deal. And there's just something, not magical, but something special about four or five days of just intense, focused gospel training where there's not all of the other distractions that you have during the regular week, during the school year, or when they're going to vacations or in and out, all that kind of stuff. And so there's just something about, in, in our case, Monday through Friday, eight to 12, where they are hearing the gospel taught and the, uh, the rallies, they're hearing it sung in the rallies, they're going to missions, hearing what the gospel is accomplishing, in our case, through Lifeway, through the North American Mission Board, then they go to the craft time, and that is reinforcing what they've learned, then they go to the recreation time, and they're playing usually a game that revolves around that in some way, and, and so there's just that time where they're just all together, they're with their friends, and they can hear and respond to the gospel throughout the week. And, uh, and then there's also that side of, you know, yes, of course, there's no guarantee that they're coming the next day. But when it comes to week by week by week, and you've got summers, and you've got, you know, different events that are coming out, and, and you know, maybe select baseball that's going to keep them out, you just never know when they're going to be there. But the fact that for five days, there's a very good chance you're going to see them again and get to share some of those things once again. I think that's another reason that it works is just the ability to have that gospel saturation from Monday through Friday or, you know, Tuesday through Saturday, however your group does it, uh, where just a focused time of just gospel intentionality. What's your next one if you have one? Yeah, and and I'll, I'll follow up with what you just said in and that's in a lot of reasons, the same way with it. It's the same reason that we'll go on family vacations, right? We spend time together, but there, there's something about just getting away and spending time together as a family. And, and absolutely, you're, you're right. There's, there's something to be said for that focus time. Um, the third reason that, that I'll say is, is something that you touched on earlier, and that is you're planting gospel seeds, right? So whether, like I said, whether they're going to show up on Sunday morning or not, uh, don't underestimate the impact that planting those gospel seeds can have in the life of a child. Uh, as, as you said, you know, some of the children that, that accepted Christ last week at your VBS had been coming for five years. And it took five years for that, for that gospel seed to take root and, and to finally spring to life. Um, and and I, I know sometimes it's very easy to get frustrated, you know, when as, as certainly as pastors, we experience this with you know, preaching the gospel week after week after week and not really seeing anybody respond. Um, but 
we we don't want to sell the power of the gospel short. And I, I love something that Brian Croft says, uh, and and I've, I've played that over in my mind many times through through pastoral ministry and through events like VBS. And he said, just because the gospel is powerful does not mean it works quickly. Yeah. Right. It, 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 the gospel changes lives, but sometimes that is a long process in order to do that. And so don't grow frustrated with a lack of um, a seeming lack of fruit because you have no idea what God is doing in a heart that may not come to fruition for three or four more years. But you get to play a part in seeing um, in seeing that fruit happen. Yeah. My final one kind of dovetails off of your first one, and that is family day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrap up the VBS on Friday and uh, usually wrap that up with a family celebration where the kids come in and they usually sit up front and maybe on the stage when we've run out of space before. And then they will perform the songs. And then, you know, maybe each class will say something that they were taught throughout the week. And then they go to their classrooms and then all of this kind of stuff. And that is a time where you might have a mom and a dad or a mom or a dad or a grandparent, whoever it was, that they may not come on a Sunday, on a regular Sunday, but they'll come to see little Johnny do his little awkward dance up there and, uh, and cut up on the stage. And, and yet again, that chance to kind of sow a gospel seed with them, invite them to worship with us. We then tie that into that following Sunday invite them to come back. Anybody that comes, you know, they don't have to, a lot of them have other churches, whatever, Uh, but those that come, then they're up on the stage and they do the special that Sunday. And we recognize the, uh, the kids ministry director, the volunteers, the kids. And then we spend time thanking the parents and the grandparents that came. And again, just another kind of carrot on the end of the stick to get them into the doors for a chance to hear the gospel. And then with that, and this might be your your final one, so we'll just tie this together. With that is the ability to follow up. Uh, You've got these kids that you come in, and so you have the addresses and the phone numbers and all of that kind of stuff. And so when another kids event comes around or, or, you know, school is starting back and you're about to do the age graded, you know, promotions and whatnot, like, hey, we would love for you to be a part of what we do week in and week out and not just in the summer. And so that would be my final one is just that family day and the ability to really connect with those families long-term and playing the long game with VBS instead of just it's Monday through Friday and we're done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you've, I think you've hit the, the nail on the head. So there are, but if, if my count is correct, I believe that's four reasons why VBS still works. Maybe four and a, four and a half. So four and a half. Have another four and a half. We'll, we'll add that the ability so, to follow so, up as another one. Okay, that'll work. That, that, there you go. There's there's five reasons that VBS still works and still good. And, and listen, yes, it's exhausting. It can be frustrating to get workers in, right? Um, it, and as we mentioned, it can be frustrating when, when you don't see that, that immediate fruit. But um, we're both obviously big believers that the VBS works, whether you're using Lifeway or group or answers in Genesis or what, or developing your own thing. Um, there's still, still work that happens, uh, gospel centered work that happens in vacation Bible school. Awesome. And uh, so, well, Kyle, why don't you send us out? All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare, especially during BBS. Yes.
There's nothing wrong with the Christmas song in summer. Ting, 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 ting. I took the uh, tambourine when that was going on and I was playing Jingle Bells with it. So, yeah. In summer. Catchy song. All right, later, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?